Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we are housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Hi. Crime scene investigator 101. Just kidding. I hate it. No, not investigator. <laughs> I'm an investigator, I'm... by the way. Oh, yeah. You're mm-hmm. an investigator because you got the car robbery and everything. No, I'm just, you know, it's like a true. web sleuther. And I have a big update coming up on Thursday. 
just got off the phone with the detective today. Ooh, yeah. Fun. So Can't when you called me, when you called me earlier, that's who I was talking oh, to. Oh, yeah. And you sent my ass to voicemail. I, know, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> that just texted me this second. I know. And then he called that second. So. Oh, my God. And I have gossip. I am dying to tell you that I can what say on the I can't mm. say it. Oh, it's on the it's on the bonus. OK, well, if you guys have not listened to our bonus episodes, Go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime, or you can get them now on Apple. Anyways, I wanted to tell you that I did something so disgusting when I was at Universal Studios. Oh, okay. Unbeknownst to myself, okay? Okay. So I took the kids to Disney World and Universal over the long weekend that we had over here in the Texas. And just because I say the Texas, it's just funny. Don't go writing some bad review because I already got a bad review on that. Anyways, we left the Texas, went to Florida, was at Universal Studios, and my son loves the pretzels, right? So I'm going to the restroom. Sean's getting him a pretzel. He's sitting on this little like side bench. Well, we swap. Sean goes to the bathroom. I sit down. The pretzel's sitting there and there's some cheese next to the pretzel, right? Like the cheese that comes with the pretzel, which we never get because my son hates it. But I love the cheese. Like the cheese is the best part. Give me that nasty cheese in a can shit any day. Yeah. So I just grabbed some piece of the pretzel. I'm like digging in the cheese. I thought it was so nice. The husband got the cheese for me this time. He comes out of the bathroom and he goes, I didn't get you that cheese. It was just sitting here. Oh, gross. So gross, dude. I almost, I almost threw up. I was eating somebody else's cheese that was sitting there for God knows how long. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. Hopefully they didn't double dip. Well, obviously they did because of the pretzel. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I've done stuff like that on occasion because I'm a drink slut. So I'm known to just pick up any... Any random cocktail and just take a swig out of it mindlessly. Yeah. And then someone say, oh, that's mine. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like like, I feel like that is better because it's like mostly alcohol. So hopefully that's what I tell Mm myself. Yeah. This not so much. Okay. well, I have a confession to make tab. I've been meaning to confess to you. What? Okay, you know that romper shit that you were wearing? I think I made fun of you. It was like, okay, whatever. It's one of those things on Amazon. Listen, yes. all, the mo- all the moms know what I'm talking about. Last year, tie-dye sweats. Am I wrong? Yes, That's right. all that was in your feed. Yes. You had to have the tie-dye sweats. Yes. This year, it's this damn romper. Did you buy it? I've been romping around for days. Yes, because it's like wearing pajamas. It's good. I know. And I see the moms at my school are romping too. (laughs) Because it's kind of cute, right? It's kind of cute. It's not like totally cute, but it's kind of cute for the everyday wear. Cute enough. Yeah. And and it is the most comfortable thing. I've only gotten one. It's a blue one that I showed you guys earlier. But I need to get more colors because I've washed it so many times that it's kind of wearing its wash. But it's what, 20, 20 bucks? Something or, like that. Yeah, yeah no, nothing. I got it in black. 
Well, good. And that is good. Yeah. So, and I, since I can't button my pants right now, it is even better. (laughs) It is working for me. (laughs) All righty. Do you have anything else to confess? No, I mean, I did do something real dumb this morning. You know, I went to the Trader Joe's and I bought all the pumpkins because. I'm not buying pumpkins at the pumpkin patch because that is a racket. I mean, I love visiting. I will buy your overpriced kettle corn and all that shit. I realize we all got to be supporting, but I just cannot bring myself to buy a damn $20 pumpkin when I could get it at Trader Joe's for four bucks. Yeah, I agree. And I need five of them. So I bought all the pumpkins and then my driveway, I didn't, I've done this with watermelons. I've done this with beer and my neighbor is always outside when I do it. My driveway is like at an angle and I pop the trunk. They all fall out. Crack. Boom. I'm running down the street trying to get the rolling (laughs) pumpkin. At least I had my romper on. So I was sort of cute. Yeah. I have done that with a watermelon before and I accidentally bought the organic watermelon. So it was $20 so painful. And I didn't realize until I like she rang it up, you know, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to put back the $20 watermelon. And then it freaking rolled out of my trunk all over the ground. So I wanted to cry. Okay. Anyways, enough of that. Let's get to the crime. Let's do it. All right. This week we are going to Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. Are you familiar? Uh, obviously, I watch Southern Charm. Charleston <laughs> is a big part of my life. Of course you do. I should have known. I am not familiar. Everyone but... knows I have a crush on Shep. I know he's toxic. That should show you. I have issues. You do. Yeah, Charleston, I want to go. We would have fun. Okay. Apparently, we got to go to King Street. I do want to go also. It seems to be a real beautiful place. People love it. Mm-hmm. It has a population of 137,000, which I thought would have been more. Oh, it's kind of like Santa Barbara. Yeah. Okay. So it's like that little cute happen in town. Yes. It's a port city also. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have to be rich to live there, or at least these days, because when I was checking out Zillow, these houses are expensive. Really? Yeah. Really interesting. You can get a house for about 500000 but it is far less than I saw, like, the million-dollar range of homes. Well, you know what? I think all of this, the real estate market has really taken an increase because a couple of years ago, I was thinking about ditching the fam and moving over to go see Shep. I remember checking out the, <laughs> the real estate. <laughs> yeah, and it was not that pricey. I thought, oh, yeah. ah. No, it must have gone up in the last couple Split of years. Split my assets in half. I could afford a condo. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. anymore. I guess I'm going to have to stay here. Yeah. Okay. Married. Okay. All right. This case is also brought to us by a listener named Shantae Heath. And she sent it to me and I had heard of it before and it was on my radar. I hadn't done it because it's not a full beginning to end yet. And, you know, I don't like to do those kind, but it was intriguing enough that I quickly dove in and 
Thanks to Shantae. We are here today talking about it. Okay. Thanks, Shantae. So let me introduce you to 54-year-old Doug Benefield. Doug had recently lost his wife in 2015 to, well, not recently now because we're in 2022, but when he was 54 years old, it was 2016. And he lost his wife in 2015 to an undiagnosed heart condition, which by the way, Sean's cousin also had this and died at 40, which is scary. So check your hearts, people. I just got blood work done today. I don't know if that has anything to do with my heart, but I feel like it's very grown up. (laughs) It is grown up, (laughs) especially for you. (laughs) At one point, we're getting your ass to the doctors, but you are now. Yeah. Okay. So... Doug's wife left him heartbroken and with a 15-year-old daughter, which, I mean, cannot be easy, right? I mean, I feel like 15-year-old girls need their mama. For sure. But Doug was doing a great job as a single father. He really became best friends with his daughter. His daughter felt very comfortable telling her about her boy life and whatnot. So, you know, nice. Doug was also a devout Christian, which probably helped with the loss of his his wife. He had a habit of always sending Bible verses to people, including his daughter, every single morning with the wake-up call on her cell phone. On the work front, Doug had his hands in a lot of things. According to his LinkedIn, which I trolled, He was in technology, private equity, or government missions, whatever that means. He sat on some board of directors for a few different tech companies, and he previously was in the Navy for 13 years from 86 to 1999. So I would say he's got a lot of world experience and work experience from what I can read. Okay. On the social front, Doug from what his friends say, was a very fun and nice guy with a lot of friends. Doug seems like the whole package to me. Okay. If you're looking for some love with a little baggage. Only one daughter, not so bad. So not even a year had passed from his wife's death, and he found himself at a political fundraiser dinner in Florida. Supposedly, Doug had donated to campaigns over the years, so I assume that's why he was invited to this dinner. And this is where he would meet 24-year-old woman named Ashley Byers. Ashley was working at the fundraiser, and for such a young woman, she really seemed to have it together. She was not only beautiful, but she was ambitious, a former semi-professional ballerina, and a wannabe swimsuit model. Yeah, I had no desire to be doing anything politico at 24 or 42 <laughs> word. Yeah, really, honestly, which is really quite funny because some people think we are political, which we are 100 percent. I haven't even watched the news since the shooting in Texas. So suck it. I went. And I certainly haven't talked about politics. So stop writing that shit. I know, dude. It's like, who is doing this? Because we are for sure not. But I will tell you who mm-hmm. is. I who? did go see the the chicks concert this last week and they are yeah yeah they are yeah well they got 
well, because you they were in Texas. That's where it all went down. I they're know. not ready to make nice. They're not, and they're not ready to back down. They are not ready to back. They're down. mad as hell. <laughs> they're mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of my favorite songs. I know. I love listening to that song when someone fucking pisses you right off. I am not ready to make nice either. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. You know, they have great songs, and if they really do, it's kind of like what. I would think people would want from us. Like, we are going to tell you a story. We're going to leave the politics out of it. I want to hear your music. And I don't want to, I don't care what way you are. I just don't want to hear it. I just want to listen to your music. Yeah. Please don't assume anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So even though Ashley was 24, she was very political and doing things that we weren't at 24, like working for campaigns. Doug didn't care that Ashley was only 24 and she was 54. (laughs) What man doesn't? I know, right? I'm like, of course he doesn't. But I would think that maybe he would care that Ashley was closer to his daughter's age than his own age, but it didn't seem to matter. No. She was a dream come true to him. She loved all things that Doug loved. And above all, she loved God. They, yeah, because when you're 24, you're dumb enough to act like you like watching football or watching them surf or you, totally. whatever. Totally. Yeah. Or at least that's how we were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I think the 24 year olds these days are not as like giving dumb. of themselves. Oh, as we were. Yeah. Okay. Or at least my cousin's ex-fiance was definitely not okay just saying okay so these two hit it off right away they immediately started texting and talking on the phone non-stop even during the first week Doug was out on a business trip and they were already saying that I love yous Doug would send Ashley bible verses and Ashley would send different ones right back it was real sweet not even That's too. It's not hot. I, it's not. Well, <laughs> I, I, think, I think what Ashley would do is send a Bible verse with a bikini shot. That's. Which no, is, that's still not high. No, I don't I think, like mixing my Bible with my yeah, but sexting. I think Doug thought Gross. it was real hot. Okay. I think he's, it was got a, he's got a fetish. So two weeks later, not even two weeks, I think 13 days later. Doug and Ashley were saying their I do's. They had this secret ceremony and I think maybe it wasn't the best decision. But the Christian chastity belt, I think, had something to do with it. Okay, so they wanted a bone. They wanted a bone. So they got married. Ashley had also previously been married for a short stint. So you would think that maybe she would wait a hot minute before marrying again, but she didn't. And you can also imagine how this marriage went over with Doug's 15-year-old daughter. I don't think she was as keen on the hot girl stepmom who would probably be as mature as she was, which we will eventually find out. Yeah. So initially, these two were so smushy. They would have like daily journals that they would write to each other in. They also wrote in one of these like ones that ask you questions about your day. And they would write shit like, 
I wish I was with Ashley my entire life. And Doug is my everything. He's my whole world. (laughs) No. Oh, yes. Yes. Why is he tragically died? You can't be saying stuff like that. That's what I thought. That's like a slap in the face, especially when you've got the daughter around. But I don't think daughter's not reading these journals, you know. Tell me what this guy Doug looks like. Is he hot? He's actually not bad looking at all. Okay, that's why he's getting away with this shit. Especially for like such a large age difference. When you see them together, it's not like you're not thrown off like, oh, old man with young 20 something year old. He looks pretty good for his age. Aside from the fact that they just want a bone, I also just think like when an older guy wants to, is in a rush to marry a younger girl, I feel it's like they're like, oh, she's my prize. And if I let her get too old, she's going to come to her senses and I won't be able to control her. Yeah, maybe. I'm talking to you, Randall Emmett. I just did a case on him. On our Patreon. Our bonus. On our Patreon. So if you would like to listen to it, it just popped up last Thursday. Yeah. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And They have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert bill portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives risk tolerance. 
and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. So not six months after these two were married and acting like 16-year-olds, they decided to do a real grown-up thing. They decided to start a ballet company in Charleston, downtown Charleston. Ballet was Ashley's passion as she used to be quasi-professional ballet dancer. Mm -hmm. And she actually had a great idea. She wanted to create a company for ballet dancers who were amazing but didn't fit the mold. And when you ask about what is the mold of a ballerina, I didn't really know. So I looked it up and you have to be between 5'2 and 5'8, weigh between 85 pounds to 130 pounds, be extremely thin, like sickly thin, Mm -hmm. no curves, very small waistline and absolutely no boobs. Right. And the typical ballet company is tough as nails, like a military. But Ashley's company was going to be different. Dancers were going to be tall and curvy, short and squatty. She didn't care. If you could dance, I, I like you that. could be in her ballet company, which okay. I, I love it too. And you could be any ethnicity. I mean, it was diversity and inclusion as long as you could actually do the job, which is dance, which is amazing. You know, my tragic ballet story. No, were you a ballerina? No, Avi. My sister was though. She was like legit good. And they do this performance, the Nutcracker. Mm -hmm. They have a bunch of kids. So I think I'm a shoo-in. Did you try out? Yeah. And I I brought a friend, okay? Okay. And... They picked the friend and not oh, me. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I had to, like, go to all my sister's performances, you know, and see the friend. Oh, that's awful. Sorry that happened. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Story of my life. Oh, gosh. So Ashley and Doug's company would be called the American National Ballet Company, or A&B for short. People were really excited for this company. and. Doug, he was a visionary. He wanted to have a reality show attached to this company, like ballet clothing and shoes, and then the company itself, which would, you know, do shows. They needed to hire the top-notch choreographers and have people from all over the world try out, which they did. The dancers would have an eight-month contract, live in a luxury apartment complex with a studio just to practice in on the bottom floor. They would also have a brand new state-of-the-art studio where they would be performing and everything was going to be glamorous. They hired 47 dancers to start and it was a lot of work. They had to get visas and get them over there and everything situated. The dancers had to get their own apartments, which came with a year lease. But everything else was taken care of, even their like weekly shoe allowance, which I guess ballerinas go through a lot of shoes. I wouldn't know. I was never one. Didn't even try out for the Nutcracker. That's how far I was. Sure, you would have made it. 
I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I tried out for cheerleading, didn't make that. So I'm not sure no, I would actually yeah. make it. But things started to go awry when in the midst of building this business, Ashley and Doug's holy matrimony was pushed to the test. I mean, starting a business is tough. I will know. I should know. I do know. You know. And let's be honest, these two didn't really know each other. And Bible verses can only get you so far. So they started to argue and fight. Oh, so they are married. They they are married. Well, we're getting to like six, seven, eight months when, you know, shit starts to actually feel like you're in a relationship and not just having fun. Mm -hmm. And after Ashley read Doug's daughter's journal and found out that she hated her stepmom, things got real heated. Ashley, you didn't have to read her journal. I could have told you that. Yes, I mean, and leave she, the daughter's journal alone. I know, right? Like, why even um, care about it? Unless you suspect she's like doing drugs or something like dangerous, don't stay out of her mind your beeswax. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Okay, Doug also was a bit edgy, he seemed to be feeling the pressure. Okay, so one night, Doug. And Ashley got into it and Doug shot a hole with a gun in the roof of the house. It is noted in several publications that these two were very familiar with guns and they owned guns. So I don't know if they just had them sitting around or what. But in this heated argument, I still think it's totally bananas to shoot a gun in the roof of anything. It's just supposed to. Yeah. Do that seems real crazy. I think it's pretty crazy just to have one out. Laying around? Yeah. I also do, but I don't think it's totally... I think people do sometimes. Yeah, well, I think I mean, people... I've never seen it, personally. Oh, I have. Oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it's nuts, especially when, like, maybe, you know, like, the, like, sex is worn off. There's a little hostility would you call it edgy i would say irritability mm-hmm. i think maybe it's just smart to put the gun away yeah it's a temptation i would you know so agree with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and after this incident i would really agree with you yeah let's lock that shit up and you know yeah. i think that after that incident he did lock it up i don't think that i think it scared him personally yeah. He told his friends it was the stupidest thing he ever did. And so I think that, I think Doug, that was like his last rope of like having that kind of gun factor, just to let you know. Okay. And honestly, even though he did that, it didn't seem to like rock it too much because they ended up having like a formal wedding reception, I think a couple days later. So the rocky fight went, went on to more holy matrimony. Okay, whatever. And Doug was bound to make Ashley's dreams come true with this this business. And as if marriage wasn't stressful enough, Ashley got pregnant Mm. right before the dancers were set to arrive. 
which made things even more stressful. And on top of that, Ashley was so sick. She had the worst morning sickness ever. So Ashley decides that Doug is going to hold down A and B and she is going to move back to Florida with her mother so that her mom can take care of her while she's sick and Doug can get A and B off the ground. Okay. Well, just as she left for Florida, all the dancers started to arrive in the States and they were pretty surprised. Their luxury apartment complex did not have a practice studio attached. And the -the state-of-the-art company studio was actually a borrowed, tiny, dingy studio that barely was big enough to fit the 47 people. And honestly, I saw a picture. It didn't even really fit the people at all. Okay. So red flags were popping up everywhere. Like, one, where's Ashley, the owner, the one that actually is like the ballet dancer? Yeah. Doug's a business guy, but he had no clue what to do with the ballet. And Doug kept promising Ashley's return. But Ashley was actually not going to return. She secretly drove from Florida to South Carolina with her mom one day to leave a letter for Doug that read. I'm going to read a little bit of the letter for you. Okay. All these things and more I have overlooked and lived with for a year now. Because I love you, but even since finding out I was pregnant, you have continued to display psychotic, irrational, and unsafe behavior that has left me fearful for my life and safety as well as my unborn child. I have come to get only what belongs to me. Do not harass or try to follow me or I will call the police and have a restraining order against you. I will talk with you only via text starting Tuesday, September 19th. Do not call me or my mom. We will not pick up. Thank you for understanding, Ashley. Seems interesting for married uh, lady that's starting a business. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that sounds about like as mature as we were at 24. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. Time to put on your big girl panties and deal with some shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Doug, being 54, was devastated. He apologized to Ashley. She wasn't having it. Doug was trying to just like manage Ashley in Florida, but also manage this company that was a ship that was literally sinking. Yeah. He decides to hire a management for the company because Ashley was supposed to be the manager or the like managing director of the company, but she was clearly not coming back. So He hires this management team and they notice it's been poorly run, didn't have funding. So they immediately took all the dancers and had them sign an NDA, which is just a non-disclosure agreement. I don't know the purpose of it, but three days later, they fired 50% of all the dancers. And Ashley got word of this and she was right pissed. She wrote on their Facebook page that this was not her and she was disassociating herself from the company and she had no idea about this new management. And she just mentioned she was sick and bedridden since August and now it's October. So she had nothing to do with it. You can imagine Ashley is thinking that Doug is taking her dreams from her 
which he is, but. But you're with, you ran away to be with your mommy. Yes. Right. Yeah. She has also convinced herself at this time that her morning sickness was so bad that it had to be from Doug poisoning her. She sent her hair off to this metal testing facility. Have you heard of this? Where you can see if you have like heavy metals in your system through your hair. No. Well, it's, she sent it to this like company that's had some, they're not as reputable as they could have been. Okay. I have no idea if her test came back true or false or whatever, but it came back that she had some toxic levels of zinc and aluminum and she needed to go through a detox, which I also think at the same time, some of these places, they also send you, they like send you this report and then they send you like $300 in vitamins that you have to take for six months and pay the $300 every month for six months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that's something like people on the housewives show would do. Like, I feel like there's a lot of doctors around that mm-hmm. will tell you, you need to rid of the the toxins. I've heard Dr. Drew talk about how the word toxins is like such a load of shit. Like you don't really, well, I mean, I say it sometimes too. Yeah. But he's like that, that it's like, not like a real thing. It's not a real thing. Well, that's where this is questionable. This lab that she sent this to. So I don't know, but she is convinced that she has been poisoned and she thinks it's Doug. So, and mind you, she's not even living with Doug. She hasn't been living with Doug for like two months now. But so she calls the police and she reports her poisoning and she calls the police and also reports that Doug could be poisoning his own daughter back in South Carolina. So she gets CPS involved to try to like talk to his daughter about if she thinks she's being poisoned. Well, nothing ever came from it. It wasn't true. Doug was not dropping eye drops or Drano in her morning tea as she suspected. She even had pregnancy tea that Doug had sent her from like Tivana tested Mm -hmm. and sent to the police saying it was like poisoned. That also came back nothing. But that didn't stop her from checking herself into the hospital where she told them that she had been poisoned by her husband who was stalking her, abusing her, which, by the way, has never been confirmed by anybody and she didn't have any visible bruises or anything. So I'm not saying it didn't happen, but there's no proof in her pudding. Okay. Okay. He's also in South Carolina. Nowhere close to Ashley, who's in Florida. Okay. So while Ashley is in the hospital in Florida, back in South Carolina, the ballet studio is going out of business. Doug could not keep it afloat. There was no money to pay these dancers. I think that Doug's plan for the funding never came through. Either his venture capitalist never came through. I don't know what exactly happened, but there was no money to pay them. He threw them, like when they got there, he threw them this big party, this lavish like party with like camera crews and all this stuff. But after that, everything else was just a bust. No facility, no real paychecks and lots of money. I think that he just borrowed to try to like pay them as they were there. So Ashley's dreams ended and she was pissed. 
She texted Doug how upset she was and how he ruined these dancers' lives. And in return, he told her, like, Ashley, there's no money. We don't have any money for this business. Right. But what he was still doing was funding her bank account. So he's still giving her money. He's still texting her nonstop how much he loves her and he wants to support her and the baby. And she, on the other hand, was still convincing herself that Doug's been poisoning her. So Ashley ends up having the baby without telling Doug. She leaves his name off the birth certificate. And she immediately takes her and her baby, which I can't even imagine doing, but she goes and gets this detox from these heavy metals in a hyperbaric chamber for hours. Oh, my gosh. That's expensive. I know. And like I'm thinking, really Doug, Doug must be funding this shit. Doug yeah. also really wants to see his child. Yeah. And he is still in communication with Ashley. So, like I said, he's convinced that he is in love with her and he loves her. He is, you know, he's this devout Christian and divorce is just not in the cards for him. So he decides to take Ashley to court so he could see the baby and Ashley and court goes on and tells the judge about his threatening and abusive behavior and how she wants a restraining order and how he has poisoned her and the judge looks through all of Ashley's texts and to Doug and Doug's text to her and all of these reports from the hospital and the police and all of her records and The judge says there's no validity to any of it Uh and that she was not poisoned and he granted dual custody of the child. You know what I just learned about? What? They have something called there's various apps, which I think this is such a good thing. There's these apps that you... They can like say this is what you have to use to communicate like for like yes. families in custody. Yeah. And yeah. and then the judge can see everything. So nobody can like be doctoring it. Yes. Up. I know. I know some people that have had to use that. But it's good. Yeah. It's good. Keep everybody honest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So from here, this relationship was one of those that appears from the outside to love drama. They fight, then they go to an event together. Then they break up, then they make up. Mind you, they're married too, okay? Yeah. I don't want to say, you know, I know people that are our age that do this shit. So it's not, it is immature, but I don't even think it's an age thing. I think it's just a... Oh, some people are just addicted to the drama. Yeah. Yeah. So Ashley ends up getting pissed again and went to the court to tell them that she thought Doug was sexually abusing his daughter, not the 15 year old that's now like 16 or 17. This is the like baby daughter. Oh, geez. This also not substantiated. And so you would think that after Ashley being kind of evil, in my opinion, that Doug would see Ashley as scary, but no, he still wanted to be with her. That's weird. 
it is weird. It's almost like, I don't know, is it called like self-deprecating or like you want to, I don't know, harm yourself, people that. Yeah, he's like a masochist. Yeah, something. Yeah. So he even found out at one point that Ashley was having an affair. He hired a PI and found out that Ashley's having an affair, but Ashley comes back, says she's sorry. Doug forgives her. He's constantly writing her how much he loves her. They went to counseling. They went to therapy. All the while, Ashley's still bizarrely blaming shit on Doug left and right. She even pulled his older daughter aside at one point to tell her that she thought Doug killed her mom and that it wasn't a heart attack that she died from. And she told his daughter that she thought that he was going to try to kill her and her mother. And people warned Doug about this unstable behavior, but he didn't listen. And when all of a sudden Ashley decided that she was so in love with Doug again, she wanted to move to Maryland and live this happy ever after life with mother-in-law in tow, by the way. Doug was just head over heels. Okay. This is in 2020. Okay. So we've gone like a few years now with this crazy drama. He agrees. He's a pushover in my opinion. And he agrees that he's going to move to Maryland, start over with Ashley and Ashley's mom. And everyone's going to live copacetically forever and ever, except for when he goes to Florida, pack up all of her stuff. Ashley's mom decides to take the baby on a walk at night while they're loading up the U-Haul. And not even minutes later, Doug would be lying on the floor, dying from shots from Ashley's gun. Somehow, Ashley says, because nobody really knows, the only thing that Ashley has said is she ran to her neighbor's house and told him that she just shot her estranged husband in self-defense. When the ambulance and the police arrived, she would not give a statement. And they found Doug laying on the ground. He was shot at, I think, three times. Unfortunately, she like shot him in his arm, his leg, and somewhere else, which you would think he could possibly survive. But the one in his arm like went through his chest cavity. So... Although he was not dead when the ambulance arrived, he couldn't talk. He was unable to speak, and he unfortunately died from his wounds. And still to this day, Ashley has not said a word. However, when crime scene investigators kind of looked at the situation, they see that Doug does not appear to have had a struggle with Ashley. The way he was laying was also kind of away from where the gun had been discharged. And they know that because of the bullet fragments. And I think some one of them went into the wall or something like that. So two months later, they arrested Ashley. Actually, like a month and a half later, they arrested Ashley for second degree murder, which she is still awaiting trial. She is out on bail, living in Florida. But... I was surprised with the second degree. Well, 
That's probably because they, I mean, I would think that that, because that's what they feel they'll get a conviction for. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. I I find it. She's going to have a big, she's going to have a big defense. And I mean, normally it's the other way around, right? But so maybe they can get a jury to convict that way. Second degree. Yeah. So did they, she was charged in Florida? Yeah. Because she was living in Florida at the time, remember, with the mom. So he was moving. She had convinced him to go to Maryland, which some people think she was trying to do that to, you know, because the the whole court system with the daughter and whatnot in Florida wasn't working out for her. So people thought maybe if she moved to, got him to move to Maryland, the court system would work out a little bit better for her. What I think, and, you know, mind you, all of this is allegedly and, and Ashley is innocent until proven guilty by a court of law. So I don't know, but I find it odd that the mother took the kid on a walk. I also find it odd that she was talking the restraining order. She, the way that her, what she did and her behaviors and the way that she kept going to the hospital and doing these things that made Doug seem a certain way, which I don't think he was, was just more of her leading up to let's get rid of Doug. And this is a really good way to do it. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to hear what the mom's role in the whole thing is. It kind of reminds me of the Courtney Stodden who was married to that guy, Doug, and her mom consented when she was like 16. And the thought is that at the time, I mean, who can fault Courtney because she was only 16, right? Yeah. You know, she was young and obnoxious and whatever, but it's like, but who cares? She was so young, like all of, you know, what are you going to do? But the mom, it was like, she signed up for it because the mom went along with it because she's thinking this is going to get her a payday a payday mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so it's really disturbing and if she kept the fact that she kept running away to like go live with her and stuff i don't know i mean it just seems even weird that she still thinks that she would have any say over the ballet net studio like her mom should be like cut your losses Get totally him. go to school <laughs> go to school figure out what you're gonna do you have a child to support yeah Yeah, not don't figure out how you're going to count on him. Listen, let's just think about how she met him. She met him at a political fundraiser because he donated to fundraising campaigns. That right there makes you think that he is rich. Well, and I'm sure he played into that, right? Like, I mean, I think that when you're older, a little wiser, you can smell bullshit. But he probably was like, oh, you've never tried this before. Let's order Dom the oysters. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, like he could, he could, yeah. da- it's easier to dazzle the young ones. Yes. You know? We'll even park ballet for you, sweetie. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think that maybe allegedly. So maybe that's why she thought like the money is, the money is endless and I'm sure there was an end to it. Listen, the money wasn't, or yeah, the money was endless, not endless. It was not endless. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
he couldn't afford that business that he was trying to supply for her. Right. The idea well, was there. Well, that's good. I'll bet those dancers were, I mean, I'd be scared shitless. If I had gone, went to another country and then I'm there with a bunch of other chicks in some wacky, you know, so-called studio, I'd be afraid they're going to like sex traffic me or something. I know. Like what, like what's happening? What's the real deal here? Yeah, I would be too, actually. They're lucky that that's as, you know, as far as it went was that they just ran out of money. Yes, I would agree with you. I will tell you that some of them are still feeling victimized from this. Well, they have a right to, sure. Sure. But I mean, how many times have we bought in a job that just didn't come through or whatever? I mean, like, if your company runs out of money, go find another job. It happens. It happens. That's the thing. It's like, it's not awesome, but you can't. Yeah, but they moved to another country. I mean, that's. Yes. And they were, they were guaranteed an eight month contract, which just, they just didn't. He needed to fund the business before he went out and started starting the business, right? Right. That was a big, a big flaw. So that's why I said last week on Patreon, I was like, it's kind of a twofold because the starting that business and, and bringing all these people in and not actually having anything that you just promised is a fraud in itself. Like he frauded yeah. all those dancers, right? And yeah. then... A lot of them did turn down other jobs because I guess there's a there's like a ballet season. And so they all start at a certain time and then they have an eight month contract and then they probably can go get another job in another studio. But once all these studios are full, they're full. You're not getting another job. So, yeah, they were out. They were out there, you know, eight months within a month of coming here and yeah so that's my twofold the whole business was a fraud and then a murder came of that unfortunately and then poor poor Eva who is the daughter of Doug really got the short end of the stick here but she is she's a big TikTok star she is interesting yeah she talks about her stepmother evil stepmother <laughs> and she has dark humor kind of like us okay i would imagine it would be tricky for her to grow up and have relationships where she trusted other women i could imagine that would be difficult that might sour you a bit yeah she's cute mm-hmm. and yeah. well, good she for her. was on a 48 hour special about this I also got my a lot of information from Vanity Fair, which the article was interesting, but I got some good stuff from there and LinkedIn and Facebook and all those fun places, okay. which you can also find us, you guys. We are on Facebook, Housewives of True Crime group. If you want to be on our special group page, also we're TikToking. I'm going to TikTok about this case, Gretch. Oh, okay. You'll be able to see Ashley Benefield right there in, in picture flesh. Okay. TikTok, you don't stop. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Or as you call it, TikTok, TikTok. TikTok, TikTok. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to do another one too. I can't wait for you. I don't want to. 
I don't want to lose my skills. Yeah, we're going to do some back episode TikTok. So yeah. I'm going to do the watcher. I know I can't so wait I for can, that one. I can do my do my voice again. You know which one I'm going to do soon yeah. is the Matsunaga Brazil. The guy in okay. Brazil, that billionaire. Okay. That the, the wife killed. Yeah. All his wife killers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not, the opposite of wife killers, husband killers. I mean, husband killers. Yeah. Wife. Yeah. I mean, well, what I meant was wife. Wives that be killing. Wife that's be that, killing. Yeah. All right. And uh, please, please, please go rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you can, because we have to, we have to combat the, the trolls, yeah, yeah. the trolls that be. Oh, yeah. Kit Kat, I think was the name of the the latest oh, yeah, roller. You, what you should say is you can go eat banana. Dick, I'm sure. Yeah, I think you already said that to her once. Anyways, thank you for that. And then also, please, please, please tell your friends about us. We appreciate it, and we appreciate all of you guys. So, plinkety plink.